Oh, did you hear that cracking in my neck? Oh, uh, it's cracked? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like an alien aboard the ship. I feel like Ripley. <laughs> Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast. This is Rob. This is Freddy. On this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some new releases... A high-profile trailer that dropped in the last week, maybe you guys have heard of, and just sort of our reaction to a bunch of different news stories and, uh, you know, whatever the, else, whatever the else we, you know, we think of. So, uh, yeah, it's our show. We do what we want. Deal with it. So pull up a chair. Welcome to the table. Oh, yeah, we've dropped that, like, that line a long time ago. I haven't even been doing that. So pull up a chair. Are welcome we doing, to the table. Are we doing that stuff? We can. As long as we stick with roll credits. That's my the sign-off line. I don't want to just be like, <laughs> goodbye, it's over. It's over, You're still bye. here? Go home! <laughs> the Deadpool or Ferris Bueller, depending which you're more familiar with. Yeah. So, um, anything new with you other than what stuff we're going to talk about? Any, any updates on your in your world? Uh, no, no just uh, just school and working out and, and you know, just watching. Yeah, I saw you had a... Watching sm- things, watching shows. I saw you had a smoothie earlier. That's inspiring me to want to go get a smoothie, like, tomorrow. Because there's a tropical cafe smoothie, like, right by the gym where I where I work out. Less often than I should. But uh, they have happy hour, 7 to 9, all half-price smoothies. So I'm like, shit. Now that I saw you with your smoothie, I'm like, tomorrow morning, I need to get up, get my ass out of bed, and try and grab a smoothie. Well, after after my workouts, I like to... Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. I like to do my... my, uh, my you know, two hour workout. Then I go and as a treat, I you know I just have like half a. I just have like ten ounce a ten a ounce small smoothie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, what kind do you have a specific one that you always get or do you just like well, let's get that one today? I well I go to Smoothie King so it's um, yeah yeah no I know obviously I go it's be different from I, what I'm saying. It's uh, I get the peanut power plus uh huh chocolate. Oh my god, you and Kai yeah. could hang out. That's all she gets is peanut butter and chocolate smoothies. She's well, like, I, I, I smoke a thing and I, I add peanut butter. Here's, here's yeah. the funny thing cuz I don't like I don't like ness, peanut butter things. Mm-hmm. And I don't like chocolate things. Well, but you like them together. But no, no. I don't I, I because I whenever I I drink or eat things, right. I have it. I get very thirsty. Especially if it's a drink, uh-huh. so I I tend to stay away from them because I'm like, well, this defeats the pers- the purpose of drinking something that's making me thirsty. Right, right. You know, so I tend to avoid them. But um, but Just get like a this, cup of water but too. This, a smoothie and a cup of water. Since I, you know, uh, since I only have like half, it it's it's not it's it's like a meal replacement kind of right and and it gives me protein and all this stuff right yeah yeah and uh and it's not like too much right and if you get the right if you get the right kind it's it's it is like you said a meal replacement and like nutrients and protein and and then you can you can add add stuff to it you know add the you know immunity boost or yeah whatever, i don't i don't add things. any of this stuff but um because i don't want to mess with the flavor right. if it's made right it it's not like chewy or anything. They have like one it, like you would expect it to be. They have one at Tropical Cafe that's avocolada. That's like avocado and stuff in there. It actually tastes good. You would think it sounds like that's what's, weird. What's the colada part? Like pineapple and avocado oh, okay. like, and all like that. Like a pina colada, but with different avocados. like tropical fruits. Yeah, yeah. Of, and okay. it actually because avocado is one of the best things you could eat. Yeah, of, of course. Good, all that good cholesterol food, yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, so that, that I, I enjoy that. And of course they have stuff with kale and all that. So I might, I might want to try and get up early tomorrow and work out and get a smoothie. Cause I like that idea. And plus it's I right next a, to the Starbucks too. 
I had a what was it? It was like an almond almond and kale smoothie one time. Not nice. not from Smoothie King, but um, it was it was like I think it was like nutrition nutrition smart or right. something like that. And they had like a little smoothie part you section, know, little you shack area there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was I think it was like. Almond just kale. Just bought like a bottle drinks. And, and they had like almond milk in refrigerated section? Yeah, it was very... Okay, and they yeah. put like almond... Uh, I think it was almond butter they put in there too. Oh, wow. It was very... It was, it was very interesting. It was nice. heavy almond though. You have to oh, like yeah, yeah. Obviously. That's a, it was that's like an- almond milk, almond butter. Well, that's almond. another superfood. What are the... It's like almond, kale, avocado. It's like basically, you know, if you have all of these every day within small... You know, small portions. You can't go too crazy because then it's, anything's bad. Yeah, exactly. Excess, but. Exactly. So yeah. So okay. Well, what's the smoothie section of the podcast? <laughs> See, it's easy for us to get lost. Be like, oh, smoothies or whatever. Oh, I bet everyone's gonna get a smoothie. Yeah, now. go get a smoothie one and uh, you know, put drink that it soda down and get a smoothie. Yeah, I don't drink sodas at all. Y- at you all know, anymore. you know, the, the one thing that they need to, and I think they're they're kind of incorporating it a little bit more, uh-huh. but they need to start in movie theaters now. Bringing it back to like our. Yeah, our, back to the, the focus. Our prim, you know, so, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. our focus um, is they need to incorporate healthier menu options. Yeah, there's pretty much pretty much nothing there if you're a health conscious it's, person. It's you just very, be like, I'll, I'll get water. It's very hard. Yeah, unless it's like, like a water. It's very or like a soda, and sometimes even then they might be more. Right. Then uh, it's very hard to get something over two hundred calories. Yeah. Or less, I mean, less, yeah, less than 200 than, calories. It's very easy to get something over 200 calories. I got I got a, a you know, a box of Reese's Pieces, and I never expected 400, it. 400, 500 calories. It's, for 57 pieces, it's 200 calories. Yeah. I was, How many pieces? Are, was how blown. many pieces are in the little box? I have no idea, probably, but I think I had the majority that. of the box. Yeah, well, that's and how I, I am. I would assume that there's, like, tw- you know, two servings in the At box. At least, so. yeah, usually. That's so why. Like that's how I am servings. with raisinets. That's why I don't get raisinets. Because if I even the bag, like the big, the bag that's like this big, yeah, I will get that, and that'll be gone in a sitting. So yeah, a lot of exactly. times I used to do that. I'm like, they need to. They need to incorporate healthier, like, like. Well, and the funny thing is, because when I used to work at like the movie smoothies. theater back in the day, you would get these people. They'd be like, "I'm gonna get a small diet coke," and they think that's healthy, and then yeah. they'll get a jumbo popcorn with all the butter, and then it somehow feels like that they feel like that's balancing out. Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, "Really." Small Diet Coke, giant bucket of, you know, the big buckets of popcorn. I'm like, yeah. something, you're not doing anything right by having a small Diet Coke. It's not like, it's not a magical it, elixir. There's a stigma that, that Diet Coke is good for you. I don't know how because and of the name. It's not, yeah, diet, it, it, yeah. like, it's... Diet Coke, regular Coke, this is not, obviously Coke's not endorsing this podcast. <laughs> Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, these are all, none of them are good for you. I mean, even, uh, only one I, I, the one that I like probably best... Of those three is Coke Zero, which I don't really drink anymore. But Coca-Cola Life, have you ever had that? No. I, the little bottle, they're like bottles like this. They're like smaller size and they have the green label and they're actually made with real sugar and that kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, it's still not good for you because it's carbonated and whatever. But at least it's real sugar. It's not high fructose corn syrup yeah. and that kind of thing. See, like big, uh, especially drinks and stuff, they love to add they, uh, the conglomerates. Oh, yeah. Like uh, the soda people, especially. They like to add like adjectives, like healthy adjectives in front in order to like. Low, whatever. Like, low, uh, low. like uh, you know, uh, Coke Zero, like zero. Zero calories. And uh, diet. 
and um, you know, even like value, like, value there size. You know, value. Light? There's something nice to like. Oh, value! I'm getting. Is something it Pepsi? Or one of them's like Pepsi Light or something like that? Uh, Isn't that a thing? Yeah, there's like there's lights too. Yeah, that's another one. There's like light Dr Pepper, and they or do that. People, like that. beer manufacturers do that too. Know. They're like Bud Light. It's better for me because it's light. I'm like it's not that much different. Don't than quote me on the light, light though because I think there is. I got the. Like I got the. I checked. And I did get the um, the John Oliver thing wrong. It was John Stewart that, oh, that he okay. was with. Remember, All I was right. like, yeah, "Oh, I we think, were like, is it? I think it's Stephen Colbert." So we should we should add a corrections segment to the podcast. It's like, oh, some corrections from last week. So episode. don't. I mean, <laughs> we're just spitballing here. Yeah, whatever. yeah. This is all off the cuff. That's part of the, That's part of our charm. We just we just uh, you know talk off the stream of consciousness. Kind yeah. Of so way. I was like, "Oh man, I got it wrong. I'm only <laughs> like an idiot." So. Um, but they like to add like adjectives to make themselves like to make it look better than oh, that's it actually all, is. That's how marketing works. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I, I, that that bothers me too. It's not even in the movies. It's like in the stores. Yeah, like yeah. they'll buy like, um, like, like fifty pounds of like soda, and then they'll have like, like a, a you know a, a a bundle of bananas or something like that, and they'll be like, oh, you know. I'm healthier now because I got this, this bundle will, this of bananas. Will it out, yeah. It'll balance it out somehow. <laughs> I don't but understand. Even that. like the they do have smoothies in the movie theaters. Do they? Which one? AMC's. Um, Regal I think AMC what? has smoothies, but they're not good smoothies. They're crap smoothies. They're crap smoothies. Yeah. Like probably out of you know like a bag, like a like a margarita Some mix. Some kind of but a no mix alcohol, thing. Yeah. You just pour it in there and yeah, stir exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, there you go. You know, it's heavy on the sugar. There's no real value. See, here's here's the fucked up thing about it. They add alcohol to the AMC theater. Oh, which, they have a bar there. Yeah, they have a they have a, they have a bar them, yeah. before they have a healthy oh, options. Well, but this is the you know come on. This is that's the, know, that's the way our culture works. It's I like know. alcohol is star. Some Starbucks are. This is my second Starbucks mention today. I must need some coffee or something. Um, some Starbucks are adding, you know, alcohol like to their menus. Like in, I think, you know, they're testing it in certain markets. Like the North or something? I guess, yeah. Of their beer and wine, I think they're starting with. But they, so you might be able to order oh, a they glass have of wine in, in Starbucks. Uh, we, we're in Florida. Yeah, obviously. And um, I know in that, Orlando. Thanks. Really? Um, they have it. At a Starbucks? At the Starbucks. Which one? Now that I mention it, they serve wine and stuff there. Which Starbucks? The, like, where the one that's in um, uh, downtown Disney. Oh, okay. Wow. There's one. The it, it, you know, like when you're like the Harley. There's like a Harley Davidson shop. Okay. And then there's like a shop that they keep like changing. Now it's like a Star Wars thing because it's a big like hoopla about Star Wars. So it's like Star Wars everything. Uh huh. It's like it's like Star Wars post or something. Holy crap! I need to go there. And then right across, it's I almost bought you something like. From there, but it's all like ridiculously oh, priced. Yeah, know, of usually course. Disney. Yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to say. Everything from Disney is ridiculously well, that's, priced. Well, there's so many. I have my Amazon wish list is pretty much like 80 DVDs, and most a lot of them are Disney stuff because I'm like, I'll keep an eye on this when this goes on sale. Yeah, and that never goes. It on never sale. goes on sale. It's yeah. always like 25 dollars so for this. I do those Marvels again, Disney. Yeah, and the Marvels yeah, exactly. rarely ever go on sale unless it's like. You know, like Fox or something. Right. And it's like, okay. Sometimes the Marvel ones are not quite as bad, but if it has the name Walt Disney, blah, 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 like I'm trying to get, I want to get a lot on Blu-ray. Yeah. But I recently got it on DVD finally because I was like, oh, I don't know when the Blu-ray's coming. I'm just going to get it on DVD. 
and now the Blu-ray, and then the Blu-ray came out. I'm like, yeah, Son most, of a bitch. Most of the time when I when I see like a sale on Disney, because very rare. Yeah, I just jump I'm on like, it. I yeah, I spontaneous buy. Yeah, I just go. Yeah, that's I'm actually gonna... that's actually fitting because we're gonna talk about Zootopia a little in a little. Yeah, bit. exactly. So uh, yeah, because uh, I mean I don't have Wreck It Ralph or Big Hero Six or any of those yet. Um, just I have Frozen. That's about it. For for the, the, of new, the newer, the newer ones. of the newer like the, yeah, but the Renaissance. I call this the the, the second Disney Renaissance. I, I watched uh, just uh, uh, he has a on YouTube. He has um, a a host of videos that he has put up. We talked about this in the last podcast, right? Uh, where he talked about the nominees for Best Picture, and um, he did a Zootopia review. And uh, and so I I I, I watched you know, I watched I watched the beginning because I didn't want to ruin anything because I haven't seen it yet. Right. Um, I don't I don't get into too much spoilers. I kind of I go into themes and that kind of thing, but I don't be like this is how it ends. Brace yourself. Yeah. He just he just you just started putting videos on there, so it's like yeah, a few couple. Weeks, it's hard. Weeks it's hard ago. to get those numbers climbing. Cause yeah. You gotta, first, you got to get recognized. Then once you get recognized, then the num the the video. I also need to trick out the in. YouTube page as far as SEO and that kind of thing. I've I've done a little of that, but I'm trying to fine tune it. Yeah, There's always a learning curve. With, yeah, yeah. With anything that you do. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, that's where I I looked and you know I say that and we've talked about in the previous podcast about like uh the dis you know uh the history of animation uh, we had a whole and we talked what about is that episode two or three or something the animation dissertation it's it was, you can find it on it iTunes was, yeah it was very very um lengthy or, or, yeah it was very lengthy and I and detail. I did a lot of that was one of the the ones I did like a lot of research I remember on. you were like you were like <laughs> teaching a class on it basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyways uh go on about your you were gonna disney say in, in the video you were yes. gonna say yeah uh in the video i make reference to the disney renaissance which is the period that basically encompasses the little mermaid through tarzan because actually disney was sort of suffering in the late 80s they were not they were putting out a string of movies that weren't that were underperforming and then little mermaid came through and basically single-handedly saved the studio Soon after that, you had Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, and that's, you know, that string of films all the way up till Tarzan was sort of the end of that. Then it started to dip back down again. Yeah, with the sequels and stuff. Well, then they were doing, then they were relying a lot more on sequels. They were doing, they had stuff like Atlantis and Brother Bear and Home on the Range that no, that weren't really making, Treasure, much, making much of an impact. Planet, Treasure Planet's another one, yeah. Um, but I, my, my theory is that Tangled was sort of the beginning of a second Disney renaissance because that movie. After Pixar. Ma- well, yeah. The, well, well, yeah. It was kind of like well, Pixar I'm talking inspired. About, I'm talking about what... Yeah, I mean, a little bit as far as the CG and stuff. No, I mean, but, but like Pixar got them started with... I, Bugs Life? Mm, Toy Story was first. Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Toy Story or Bugs Life? It's a Toy Story. And then they did like so good. So they were like, okay, you keep doing your thing. We got to step up our game as Disney. Well, well what happened is that, yeah, that, that's how, yeah, that's how the, they, static, they were actually contracted with Pixar for like a certain number of films or a certain number of years. Uh-huh. And then in 2006, when that contract ended, Disney could have lost Pixar to DreamWorks or someone else, but they actually purchased Pixar and they made the, John John Lasseter, who was a head of Pixar, they made him head of all Disney animation. Oh, so they're a freestanding company, Pixar. They, yeah, they were, a, you know, just their own independent, you know, animation production house. And uh-huh. then they were, they merged with Disney. Disney Did they do Toy them. Story under yeah. Disney? Yeah. I mean, they, you know, 
it was with the in help a contract of and the, yeah disney distributed it and that kind of thing okay but they weren't actually officially part of like disney until 2006 and then john lasseter when he was put into the head of disney animation i think that's i think that's probably when like the, the films that he started to develop were probably like tangled and thereafter because okay. uh, before that they had you know meet the robinsons bolt princess and the frog and those, those all did okay they did well but Tangled was the one where it seemed like it was going back to fairy tales in a big way, back to musicals. I think Alan Menken actually did the score to that, and he did Little Mermaid and Aladdin and all those. Yeah. Um, and I thought I heard a lot more of people talking about it and kind of a momentum building on on the uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios side of things, not just Pixar. And that's you know since then they put out Wreck It Ralph and Frozen and Big Hero Six and now Zootopia. So they they really sort of build momentum. Zootopia is probably Probably, uh, probably in my opinion, probably the best of those newer oh, ones. Oh, really? So far, um, I liked Big Hero Six, but I didn't like it nearly as much as you did. We had that conversation in yeah. the previous episode. Yeah. Um, but Zootopia is, is, is uh, it's a lot deeper than people are giving it credit for. Because you see the commercials and you think, oh, it's cute animals. That should be good to take the kids to. And yeah, it is. It does have cute animals and and it's funny and stuff. But there's a lot of satirical elements going on and. And there's a much deeper message actually touches on a lot of real world themes and like really uh, creative and innovative ways. It deals a lot with actually prejudice, racial profiling, uh, that kind of shit. And it's stuff that goes like over the heads of kids. Over the heads of kids. But as an adult, you'd be watching be like, holy shit, Disney's getting it real. Like I watch, there's a YouTube channel I watch called Black Nerd Comedy and he does, um, you know, he does movie reviews and talk about, you know. Um, trailers and that kind Could've of stuff. Save that for your encore segment. No, no, I have another <laughs> one I can talk about. And then he was he was saying about how how amazing it is that Disney in an animated film about and actually I think I even mentioned this in my review, which I, my video review, which I believe I posted before I saw his. Um, they were tackling these themes that like other movies and other shows are like afraid to go near, and Disney's like, you know, you know what we're gonna do it under the guise of cute little animals in this like imaginative imaginative fantastical world we're gonna be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna get the all right in there and throw it right in your face and because there's some pivotal scenes especially the second half of the movie where you're like holy shit this shit just got real this is not like um it it has a lot more depth to it than um than something like big hero six or frozen that kind of stuff Uh, okay um Something lighthearted. Yeah, this like, one has a little bit of a more of a. It has more of a message. A and darker more, undertone. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, which makes it more relatable and more emotionally uh, impactful. Oh, okay. So, um, I think it might be the movie, the movie to beat already for best animated feature. Actually, I was just thinking about this earlier today. If Finding Dory doesn't deliver, we might be living in a time where Walt Disney Animation Studios is producing more consistent, excellent quality films than Pixar. Because I was not a huge fan of The Good Dinosaur. And Inside Out was great. But then before that, you had, like, Monsters University and Cars 2 and all that. And I was like, I don't care about this. Yeah. I I, I liked Good Dinosaur. But it, it I can understand, though, what, what... It's not one of their better films no, by far. Not, no, not by any stretch um, of And it's, it's just... It's like... It's just... It's it looks just great. a fun it movie. It looks cool. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. It looks cool. It's a fun movie to go take your kids and everything, but is it Toy Story level? Right. No. It doesn't. No, there's, there's nothing. Near, there's nothing deeper in. there with, yeah, with that exactly. movie. Inside Out is the kind of movie where you know parents will bring their kids, and the parents will be. I know you have different feelings about Inside Out, but in general, and then the parents will be crying, and the kids are like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, Dad, Mom?" Like yeah, it's a great movie. That's the kind of movie that will resonate more with adults than kids, and Zootopia 
fits that description too. Oh, okay. So definitely highly recommended. And not that you, not that people need me to point it out to them because it made a shit ton of money this weekend. I think seventy three million, oh, which good. is the new record for a non Pixar animated film. Like it just surpassed Frozen's opening weekend. Oh really? Yeah. Oh so, wow. Um, so that's that's a big deal. They're doing a Frozen two, right? That's what I've heard. I haven't. Yeah. There's not been a release date announced or anything yet. I don't. Because I, I heard uh, Josh Gad talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah, they're not making too many sequels, which is good, because back in the day, in the first Disney Renaissance, they didn't... Well, I mean, they made sequels, but they made straight to video. They didn't do, like, big theatrical release. Uh-huh. I'm sure Frozen will be a big theatrical release, but, I mean, you know, if, if they're going to make an exception to that, I guess a Frozen sequel makes the most sense from a business standpoint, since it made so much money, and it's was such a phenomenon. The kids want it, you know. Exactly. It, and, might, not, it, might, not be, it's, it might not be anywhere near Frozen. The first one. Well, they did a but short it's... film, too. Did you see that? Frozen Fever? No, it was I, didn't, on... I didn't see that one. What was that attached to? Not Big Hero 6. Something else. It was attached to, attached to one of the Disney movies. I just don't remember. Who was in it? Which uh, characters? In all, it? Most of the characters. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't even an original song and everything on it. I just can't remember which movie it was attached to. Not Like on the DVD? No, it was in theaters, too. Oh. Man. I don't remember what I it was. I must not have seen it, because I don't... Yeah, I have to. I I'll remember, have to look into that now. I don't remember seeing it. Uh, but that, but yeah, so it's uh, it's a good time for Disney between <laughs> between Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, and now that they actually announced a Big Hero Six television series. I don't know if we talked about that last time. I don't think it had happened yet. Oh no, you, you haven't mentioned that. Yet. Yeah, so that's going to be premiering in Disney XD next year. Oh, okay. So and that makes sense because when we saw Big Hero Six, I think we were both like, "Well, they they need there you go. That's another franchise, guys." Yeah. We can, need more of these. You, that was essentially an origin story for that team, and everybody loves those characters, especially Baymax. Imagine all the people that Disney has hired. That's everybody. It's, pretty ri- much. it's no, I mean no, but like it's ridiculous though, like how vast their their company is. Oh yeah, you know theme parks. And they keep uh, yeah. multiple production companies. They keep and they keep acquiring more stuff. They keep bringing on new like it's, divisions. It's, it's become almost. I well, it probably is an empire of its own now. Oh yeah, yeah, it I, is. bigger than of course DreamWorks or anything else out there. It's it's by far. Who who, who what other one could say? That I have this many studios under me. Look at the highest grossing movies of this the last many profitable, 10 years. Most of them are This Disney. many profitable studios. Yeah. And have a major park. Universal is the only one. But Universal doesn't have that many studios that make that much of a profit. Right. Well, Universal has... I mean, Universal was had a, had a record-breaking year last year as far as the box office is concerned. Yeah. But, like, to your point, they were all released under Universal Studios. There wasn't, like, you know, Disney is Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, blah, 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 blah. And, like, yeah. Disney owns so much shit, they don't even put the name Disney on it because they're just like, nope, that's got its own thing. We'll just, we'll make the money from it. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't, it's not, it's not even a thing, an issue for them branding anymore. Yeah. Which is kind of, kind of insane, but... And my whole thing is, as long as as long as they're doing right by those properties, because obviously I love Star Wars and the Muppets and all that stuff, which is again also Disney owned. Yeah, and they seem to be doing right by most of them. I haven't really seen a terrible Marvel movie yet, even like Thor: The Dark World and things like that that are less good. Yeah, I heard. I well, this is not Disney, but we were talking about Marvel and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We I heard do. that. Um, <laughs> I, I heard that Batman v Superman. Was like what three hours long originally? Two and a half hours, I think. The I think final cut is two and a half hours. Well, they 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 said uh, one of my friends told me 
and he reads a lot of this stuff. Right. That it was three hours long originally. They cut it down to two and a half hours, and now they're thinking that they're, there's speculation they might be cutting it down again. Oh, I hope Is not. Is that true? I, I haven't heard about them cutting it down again, but if, I mean, if it would make sense if it was close to three hours and then they cut down to two and a half because they're, they're going to release that R-rated cut. I mean, they, I could easily see 10, 15, 20 minutes of extra footage. Because remember, it's directed by Zack Snyder. And the theatrical cut of Watchmen is two hours and like 45 minutes. The ultimate whatever cut, the one that I have that has all the director's cut footage back in, like the deleted scenes back in. Uh-huh. And the animated sequence, the Tales of the Black Freighter interspersed throughout that that one's like three and a half hours oh really yeah the oh, okay. full length like this is everything we got version of Watchmen, which is the one i like because yeah it adapts pretty much every every element of the comic book okay um so i wouldn't be surprised if we get a blu-ray you know director's car or whatever of that movie that's oh, three hours buy, i would definitely buy oh i'm gonna buy I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm well i might I, wait i wish they wouldn't have cut it down i would love to yeah. go and spend well, three hours and watch and it, and it and it makes me a lot less worried about the amount of stuff that that movie has to cover. Because if you have two and a half, three hours to cover it all, that's a lot easier than being like, 90 minutes, let's get it done. Yeah, exactly. Because look, for example, I mean, uh, X-Men The Last Stand, which nobody considers a good movie to, anyway, really. No. It, it's sort of a guilty pleasure for me. I like parts of it, elements there's, of it are good. Mo- the action sequences I like. Yeah, yeah. Some of the action some of the, sequences like, between yeah. the mutants. Some of the characters and stuff are cool moments here and there. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, it doesn't work as a movie. Exactly. But that movie is like 100 minutes long, but it takes on enough story to take up like two and a half, three hours. That's why that. That's part of why that movie is Sucks. a mess. It's because, <laughs> well, well, yeah, is a mess is because they're like, we're going to take these two ginormous storylines and we're going to compress them into a short fucking movie. Deadpool was 100 minutes, but that makes sense for Deadpool because Deadpool's like, this one guy wants to kill this other guy. It's, you don't need two and a half hours yeah, to tell that story. There's not, a lot over, of, overdrawn. there's not a lot of story there. Right. But they're now they're adding, uh, uh, what is it, Dark Side or Doomsday? Doomsday. They're adding Doomsday at Possibly the Dark Side, too. There's been, Maybe there's Dark been, Side. There's been images of Batman like standing in this desert that it has like the uh, Dark Side's symbol on the sand, that kind of thing. So there's, they could be they're like planting hinting, a seed for that, yeah. probably for Justice League. Yeah, probably. Or, or maybe in a post-credit scene we'll get something else. I'm sure they'll have like 600 post-credit scenes in this one. Because Marvel set the tone, so now if they don't, people are going to be like, what the fuck? I waited for... 600 posts? Well, I'm, I'm exaggerating. They'll one, probably have one in the one beginning, in the, one in the middle, mid- one at the end. <laughs> yeah, just no, no, nothing but post-credit scenes during the credits. They're going to put a credit scene and it's just going to be uh, the whole post-credit scene while the credits are going over it. <laughs> That, well, that freaking Iron Man ruined it for all the superhero movies. Now audiences expect something there. They'll wait 15 minutes of credits to see something. And if they don't see something, they're going to be like, what the fuck? And they'll be, they'll like blast the movie on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. But uh, I guess that's a good... So, anyway, Zootopia. Back to that for a it's second. It's like a continuation, though. It's like when you go see an episode of The Walking Dead and you're like on the edge of your seat right? and then you like want to know what happens next so you see the preview of the next episode right. and you're yeah, like, pretty oh, much. I have that well, to look forward like to. Like last night's Gotham, of course, they always have the little next week, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's yeah. any, but well, I say Walking Dead because that's... I know, I know. That's the one that's I what look you forward watch. to the most. <laughs> I know, I know. Did you hear the thing about Johnny Depp's head, I guess, was in the episode? Like, I guess somewhere in the background there was, like, a mold of a head that was based on Johnny Depp. Oh, really? Yeah, look it up. Oh. I don't watch Walking Dead, so I only... I just see headlines, and I'm like, huh, and then I move on in my Facebook feed. I'm like, okay. 
No, I, um, didn't, I didn't see anything. But yeah, like to wrap up the Zootopia thing, highly recommend it. I gave it 4.5 out of 5. Oh, okay. As of right now, it's my favorite movie of the year with Deadpool as like a close second. Um, so we'll see. It might, I mean, that's probably not going to stay in number one for very long because Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane's coming out Friday. I'm going to go see that and put a video video review will be up for that. Uh, next week is uh, so a bunch of other movies I want to see. Midnight Special. Uh, from director Jeff Nichols, that looks interesting, and then the week after that, Batman v Superman. So there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. So we'll, we uh, we'll see that we shouldn't be number one very long, but check it out while you uh, while you can before all the movies start rolling in. So mm-hmm. you should you should do the same. What about you? Did you what did you see? Um, I saw London Has Fallen, sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. That makes sense because last episode you were like, "Well, I'm gonna go see London Has Fallen." You and your fucking Zootopia. I was like, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> well. I didn't know. I I for, I didn't really. I forgot the Zootopia What's trailer coming? and everything. Right, right. I forgot what it was about. I for I forgot everything about it. So I was like, oh, Zootopia. Well, I'll, I'll red box it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I forgot the trailer, and now when you know uh, in your YouTube video when you showed the sloth guy. Yeah. Then I remembered. Oh, that's that the trailer when he takes forever to the say DMV. stuff yeah. in the DMV. That makes sense. They're what they're like police officers or something. She she's a police officer. The bunny is a oh, police okay. officer. Yeah. So um so I saw London has fallen instead. Okay, how was that? Um, it was entertaining. Okay. And it was it it had its good parts. The screenplay wasn't the best. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not much of a surprise, but continue. It was... It, well, the screenplay of the first one was a lot better than this one. Okay. Just like the some of the uh, some of the acting and the dialogue and and just the way it was written, it was very... Um, it, it felt like they only did one draft. You know what I mean? They're like, that's good enough. Uh, insert action scene here. Gerard Butler says something badass. Shoot some guns. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Especially, like, the first, like... 30 minutes of the movie it's not until like they actually get to london where it's actually good wait so there's there's a whole like third of the movie where they're not even in london i don't know i didn't time or, it but whatever i'm assuming that by like by this you know act two starts act there two should be in starts london, they'll then. be yeah. in london shit yeah. goes down but, but by the time they were in london then it started getting really good but like in the beginning it kind of like Okay, you know this is it's okay, get but to it's the point. like yeah. yeah, like get to the get to the stuff because you're losing me here, kind of. Right. And then once it really got on there, then I was like, okay. You so, know? <laughs> so from an action standpoint, like did it de- did it deliver as far as you know the action sequences and that kind of thing, or was it? Because my the general consensus that I've heard is that it's it's all right, it's it's there, it's it's all right. I don't I don't know if it's as good as the first one. Right. Just because they're basically he's basically taking the president all over London to protect him. Right. And in this one, it's kind of like a the first one, it's like a diehard situation in the White House. But this is just in London, not it's a bigger scale. It's not it's a bigger, inside a building. It's a it's bigger like scale. A city. I I don't know. It's just something about the 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 simplicity of the first one mm-hmm. that made it that much enjoyable. So it does sound like to me like the first one is Die Hard, like the first Die Hard. It's like this one guy in a and building. And the second one people. is Die Hard too. Or, or no, then the second one's like Die Hard with a vengeance because it sounds like it's 
Aaron Eckhart and Gerard Butler sort of running around the city trying to, you know, whatever, crazy, facing crazy shit and stuff like that. Where I, like Die Hard with a Vengeance was Bruce Willis, but this time with Samuel L. Jackson running around the streets of New York and stuff. Yeah. So it's so it's a similar kind yeah. of format. It, it's entertaining. It's good, but it's not... I don't think it's as good as the first one. Okay, okay. And that's just my... Per- there were, like, some cool... Um, there were there were cool action sequence moments, of course, without ruining anything. Right. But um, I mean, it's, I would assume shootouts, car chases, yeah. explosions, the standard, the, same, the yeah. standard action yeah. sequence things, and you 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 go and you get what you pay for, pretty much. Pretty action, much. So, but it sounds like it's very sort but of it, sort of standard action sequel fare. Basically. Yeah, there's don't expect anything more than just a regular action movie. Right. Don't don't expect like a like like those action movies that actually have depth to them. Right. Which there's I mean, not it's that a many rarity. It's there's a rarity. Yeah, there hasn't been there hasn't been one in a while. I can't even think of one right off the top of my head. I like John Wick. Oh, John Wick, yeah. But you hadn't seen that until I showed it to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, exactly. ah, John Wick really two good. comes out January. I hope it. I hope it's good. That was that's another one I'm looking forward same, to. Same filmmakers attached and okay, so and good. all the people that survived the first one. Um, you know the, the the guy at the the concierge at the desk in the hotel. Yeah, I, I was reading it on IMDb. Yeah, all the Lawrence Fishburne's gonna be in this one yeah. too. So everybody from the first one that's coming back. That, Everyone that, from that the first one that didn't die in Olympus was in this one too. Oh, okay, good. But um, it's just it's it's just it's different and it's it's just not as 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 good as the first one. Did they did they set it up for a third one or? Oh yeah, like, of course. Okay, is it gonna be like? Now see if I was doing it if if it's if you're making a ridiculous action movie you you need to embrace the ridiculousness like this is the issue that I have sometimes with the Expendables movies because they're ridiculous but if they try and play it serious like this is heavy thing we got to do we have to bear the burden blah 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 I'm like okay but you guys are just a bunch of crazy action stars doing your thing so why don't you just let it be ridiculous so if I was doing the third one I'd at the end of London has fallen have like fucking spaceships land and be like boom earth has fallen coming soon or some shit <laughs> that would be epic that I would watch that would make me want to go see it and be like, like Independence London Streets, whatever yeah I would, I would watch that cross it over Independence Day <laughs> I mean that fallen. would be that would be the that would be awesome would be the, just take that, it there. I would see it I Did you, see you it. never saw Machete Kills right that's the sequel. Yeah, yeah. The second no, I one. haven't seen. Well, it. the first one is just machete, whatever. And then the sec by the end of the sec the second one starts like the first one, like in Mexico, whatever. And uh, and then by the end of the second one, these they're like in fucking space and shit. I, sh- I shit you now. No, I, sh- I shit you not. And then the trailer for the third really? one, the trailer for the third one, they show it at the beginning of the second one, and it's like machete kills again in space, and he's got like a machete that's like made of laser, like a lightsaber and shit. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so that's where they need to go with like some of these action franchises. It'd just be like. See, th- the thing there. is, is that you have to you have to set that tone from the first one, though. You know, the first one was very serious. It was very like it was. Um, it was sad. Kind of, well, I mean, that lady. I don't remember if it was a congresswoman or a secretary of state. She was like dragged by her hair across. Yeah, the yeah, bed. I was exactly. Like, Holy fuck, this is deep. exactly not deep, but this is like heavy. Like this, yeah. Is- like gritty to the point that it's a borderline disturbing in, in moments. Yeah, and and the second one had points like that, but it was nowhere. It was nowhere near as it didn't have as good of dialogue, right? As the first one, and and well, I, you know, the first I, one, I'm just repeating myself. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. The first one's also <laughs> the first one was also directed by Antoine Fuqua, and he's done a lot of really good movies. He did Training Day and things like that. Uh, he did The Equalizer, which you haven't seen that actually. You need to see that. 
So he didn't do the second one. He didn't do the second one, but yeah. he did the first. So it's the direction is also part of it too. It's like how it's presented is actually a lot more stylish in the first one, or it's just like some other yeah. dude. I still like, recommend car crash. I still recommend people to go see it. Right, but I recommend people to spend the ten fifteen bucks to go see it or matinee eh, it. Matinee or Redbox or dollar if you find a discount theater. Yeah, I would matinee it. Okay. Um, because it it'll it you'll you'll be entertained just. Not the first 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of how I... Uh, I felt like that a little bit about the Taken sequels, actually. Yeah. Like, well, I love the first one, and the second one was like, See, eh. was the, like okay. they took, like, the route of, like, how it, how it normally... Like, he's trying to, like, get out of the game of being in the Secret Service. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Because he's having a baby. Oh, uh, okay. He, this is not really that much of a spoiler. Um, did they, did he have a, a lady in the first one? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he had a lady in the first in one. She was just in the hospital doing her nursing stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but he has like a kid on the way and he goes to London and she, I guess she has the baby while he's gone and comes back. Um, you know, he, he was, you know, he, the whole time he's like thinking about resigning from the, so, the secret service and then he has like the letter and then it like, he goes to like get out of it and it says oh delete or say or or send or something like that and that's when the explosion it. happens he's like oh shit delete save to later delete or save um save this draft which is and he goes and he goes delete and then and that's like their sign like oh there's gonna be a third one kind of oh, you know it. what i mean that's like the yeah yeah setting you up and like yeah. oh snap but you know it's like the typical the game. that's yeah, that, the typical thing that, that they, they do that, that they do yeah in those those movies so okay, so interesting, worth seeing, but not like a glowing recommendation from you. It's it's not like the, like it's like stop what you're doing. Stop this podcast and go watch the fucking movie. Yeah, like no, that. it's it's not like that. But it's also not like the action sequences aren't good, and you're right. not going to be entertained. Well, if you're looking for action, action movies right now, I mean, there's not like I said, there's not a bunch of there's not a whole lot right now out. So if you're in, in an unless action you go movie, see look, Deadpool. Well, I mean, everybody's seen that now. Go see I mean, Deadpool again, I guess. See Deadpool I mean, again. It, it's maybe. doing just fine. But if you really want to, then go for it. Um, yeah, I haven't even gotten a chance to go see that a second time. I've been thinking about it. But I'm like, huh, eh, Zootopia. Because Kai wanted to see Zootopia anyway. So I was like, yeah. that works. If I go see another movie, I'll probably see Zootopia now. Because, yeah. Again, because yeah. I... I'd like to know what you I think. I realized that it's it was It's funny, that too. Movie. That's the thing. It's got, it's got deeper meaning. But it's also, you know, it's also really funny. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of laugh out loud moments. And Jason Bateman is the voice of the fox that you see in the commercials. Oh, okay. So, you know, definitely check that out. Um, what else? We wanted to talk about Ghostbusters trailer. Yes. That divided the world in two. Half of the people... Okay, maybe less than half of the people were like... That looks okay. I, I I'm still hopeful. And then, and then more the more people, people were like, "What the fuck? It's ruining the franchise." So where to where did you land on that? Sort I, of in the middle, or like I think I was you... sort of. I think I was. Here's the thing, and I talked about this with my friend. Well, what's your background with Ghostbusters? First of all, too, because you're young. You're younger than me, obviously, yeah. by a significant margin. So did you do you have that same connection to Ghostbusters that people that are in their their thirties would have? I didn't grow up with the cartoon, right? So that's that's well, a the big, movies. Then I that's guess. a big uh, yeah. The movies, the, those movies, even though they're the like movies, 30 and I played with the toys. Yeah, and but it, those are the, those, my... those are movies like Star Wars or like Back to the Future. That even if it came, even though it came out before you were born, you're like I still grew up with it because I'm a person and I live in the world, and that's something you watch. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, but I didn't watch the cartoon like you did, so I didn't. Ha- right. I don't have like that same um, level of like. 
you know, like, like oh my oh, god, like clinging Slimer. to it, like like you're destroying so your you, childhood. So you when... probably don't give a shit about Slimer then. No, I do. Slimer's, Slimer's in the, so cute, but he's in the first <laughs> movie. Like he's in the first movie for like two minutes. But the reason that like people my age love Slimers because Slimer was like a main. He was a main character on the cartoon. I mean, he was I've one seen, of the Ghostbusters. I've seen parts of the com- but the cartoon, right? But I mean, I didn't watch it like you watched right. it, like all the time. Yeah, that was my jam. I've, wa- I've watched like a little bit of it, just like I watched, um, you know, like I le- just like I watched Darkwing Duck, Ninja Turtles, or seen some you know, of those. Ninja Turtles, yeah, or uh, Chippendales or Ducktales. Or Tail, all this, they're bringing Ducktales back for a reboot next year. Or too, Alvin the Chipmunks and all this stuff, you know, just yeah. just like just like I watched those, I watched this one, but I didn't watch like every single episode, right? You know what I mean? And I was a lot younger when I was watching it, and I still, it's not like I didn't enjoy it. Still, yeah, yeah. I, I still found it very, you know. And, and very awesome and entertaining. But you still preferred Barney and Friends, basically, is what you're saying. No, I, I don't think I was that young. <laughs> I wasn't that young. That's I wasn't it. like Lamb Chalk, Barney, and Sesame Street young. Gullah Gullah Island? I was Island. like... I was maybe Gullah Gullah Island young. <laughs> oh, that was that's the next level. You, yeah, you graduated was, from Lamb Chop and Friends to Gullah Gullah Island. That was yeah, it was like yeah, Eureka's it was, Castle. It was like Barney. Like, Eureka's Castle was more It was like there. Lamb Chop and then Barney or whatever... Then it was like Gullah Gullah Island, and 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 the shows that you watched. Yeah, my phases. I had Ninja Turtle. Wait, no, he Masters of the Universe, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, and then then I really that and then after that was when I really turned into movie person. Like my thirteen, fourteen around there, I was like movies now. That's my thing. I and watched Power Rangers too, and then then I knew, of course, down the line, I went to like Hey Arnold, Jimmy Neutron, right? Spider-Man. Which they're all looking into bringing most of those back now. Like yeah. in a Nick Toons oh, movie, or they're doing a Hey Arnold television event thing. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. So anyway, we're way, we're way off track now. Ghostbusters. Yes, Ghostbusters. So I was, I was kind of in the middle because here's here's the thing. You look at the trailer, uh-huh. and it's a god awful trailer. It's yeah. It's the question is, <laughs> is it that the movie is bad, or is it that this person really made a shitty trailer? No, but here's the thing. The the parts of a trailer are always normally the best parts of the movie. Nah, sometimes. Objectively speaking, the majority of the time, they are the best parts of the movie. So if these are the best parts of the movie, then... <laughs> we're in a bad... We're in bad shape. Then there's going to be a lot of suicides in the theater. <laughs> My childhood! No! I'm going to be a ghost now, too. <laughs> Um, I like that they showed Slimer for a brief second. Yeah, that, the effect, that, means, that means that like he's still around. But I don't well, know. But if what do you mean still around? See, that's the question. See, yeah, because the- I I like to assume like because they were saying about bringing the ghost program back. So I was I assumed they, they didn't say that in the trailer yeah, about bringing said, the ghost program back. Yeah, they said there was an old ghost program and we gotta bring it back. I don't remember that line. because. It, I, I I thought I heard that line. Well, the 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 marketing like in the beginning of the trailer, they're like thirty years ago, four scientists saved New York, but now a new team has been assembled, and it's and that presents it as this takes place as thirty thirty years later within the same continuity. Yeah, but I didn't see anything in the actual trailer to make me think that that was the case, and everything I've read online is like this is a reboot. Which makes me think that they're pretending like those other movies never happened. Yeah, but people try. Which is really fucking stupid, if you ask me. It's like you don't. 
That would be like them making Star Wars Force Awakens and then be like, yep, none of this stuff happened. There's no Skywalkers. Be like, or no. like Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, you know? Jurassic World was smart because they're like, yeah, that stuff happened. Like, they even have the that fucking new girl up, guy. Yeah. They even have the new girl guy and they'd be like, oh, that first park was legit. Yeah. So, you know, basically telling uh, telling audiences, like, that you should go watch the first movie. It's better than this one. <laughs> Essentially. <sighs> it's like, you can't just pretend it didn't happen. With something as big as Ghostbusters, I mean, you can, but you're going to risk pissing off a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. I think it still happened in, uh, because a lot of people online try and make it seem like, you know, the either by what they perceived the trailer to be mm-hmm. or by what they think the thing is, what like what they think the movie is going to be, and they just say, oh, it's going to be this way just because. I don't know. It, it, it made it seem like, like they were dusting off the program. So you, so you think it's going to starting. It, so you, you think know? there's going to be very, very subtle references to oh, back in the like, thirty years ago, there was this thing that happened. We should do, we should do it now. Yeah, well, I mean, why mention it then? Well, I mentioned the, the trailer. trailer to get to sell it to people to be like, oh, snap, it's this. But I mean, they know Ghostbusters. I know, but to sell it to people to make people think that it is a, uh, a an update and not necessarily a, a clean reboot. I mean, unless we have all most of the cast of the original movies are making cameos, but as far as we know, not in, in their original characters at all, just like randomly showing them, be like, hey, there's Bill Murray, hey, there's Annie Potts, well, and hey, there's whatever. Rega- regardless of that, even if with it not being, whether it being a reboot or not. Uh, although we clearly obviously hope it is. Yeah. Like, not a reboot. Not like, a reboot. Like, yeah. referencing that, even like an yeah. updated version. Like a Jurassic World attempt to this, yeah. Yes. Or Creed. Right? Um, yes. Uh, I, I, the trailer was very, like, it didn't really make me laugh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there were, there were, there, <laughs> there were some, there were some tiffs. Oh, God, the tiffs again. I remember you. There were like, some tiffs. Like... <laughs> yeah. But there was, there were no, like, you know, like, moments that made me, like, oh, ha, ha. like, 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 oh, uh, this is going to be a great movie. I'm so excited for Yeah, this most movie of the now. jokes felt flat. And it has flat. nothing, it has not, yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with, with them being women. I was going to say that, actually. You know, this is sure not, we, like, a I wanted to make sure people thing. aren't listening to two guys be like, these guys just hate women. It's like, and we're recording this on International Women's Day, actually. It's a, happy oh, International we... Women's Day, everybody. Yeah. Oh, really? Facebook tells me all these things. I wouldn't know otherwise. I, I never go on Facebook. Well, yesterday was National Cereal Day, so I was like, Kai, let's have some cereal. Blink. Um, the celebrate cereal. Yeah, day. well, we had just bought cereal for the first That's time so in a while. Stupid. Well, I know there's, there's a national. So made up that day. There's like a national day for everything. Um, but yeah, and I wanted to make sure that people don't hear two guys be like, "You hate women." It's like nothing to do with the fact that they're women. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Tomorrow's of, National Oreo Day. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Kristen <laughs> Wiig. I'm becoming a bigger fan of Melissa McCarthy because I did like Spy actually a lot more than I thought I would. Same with The Heat. And I don't really know much about the other two ladies. I know they're on SNL, but I don't really watch SNL anymore. I haven't watched it in like regularly in years. Yeah, I uh, see like so occasionally I, I things much on, on YouTube, on but but you know it's yeah, you don't have much yeah. of a point of reference either, right? I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I, I know who they are. In my opinion, that's I don't it. think the new SNL is anywhere near. As good as the old. It has SNL, its moments, and l- lately they're probably lately they're they, they've been doing a little bit better, better because it's all political stuff. SNL has always been really on point with political humor. Yeah, that's and, true. And their that's presidential spoofs and all that stuff. Especially they go uh, well, on especially field now you got field day with Trump. I heard that they did a uh, racist for Trump like 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 fake I, infomercial. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched I it. Saw yet. it. I heard about it. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to see that. Um, it's like oh. 
we support Trump because he's going to make this economy great. He's going to make this economy go from here to here. And when he lifts his arm, he has like a swastika <laughs> thing around, uh, you know, the, the Nazi bands yeah, yeah, around yeah. his arm. Oh, my God. And then the woman's like, oh, you know, he's making this country great again. And she's like ironing. And you, and she goes and she lifts it up. It's and it's like a, a KKK, KKK hood. hood. Oh, my God. So That's actually really this funny. This little, you know, little like strikes at Trump. Yeah. Which is which is that. easy to do right now because come on. Yeah. America, America. Come on. Come on. Come on. seriously. Um <laughs> but uh I heard this uh speaking of 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 Trump. This okay. guy wrote like I I think it was like an article, Frank something. Okay. And he wrote this article. That narrows it down. Look it up, Frank something. Well, I, it just it just happened like yesterday or the day before. Okay. He wrote this art, article or something about Trump destroyed him destroyed it was like about all his history and everything he destroyed well he's wildly and a lot of people are doing he's that wildly to try inconsistent and like, with his with to his, try and like get so, yeah you know like people's eyes open about him right and be like uh, don't, don't you know if he's nominated you know just be careful <laughs> but anyways ghostbusters ghostbusters um so yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're women, but I agree with with what you said. I mean, most of the jokes in there, like the thing with the wig, where she has the wig on, she's like, "Is it the wig or the or the hat? Is it the glasses? Whatever." Where Kate McKinnon's like standing in that row with all those like mannequin heads, yeah. that wasn't funny. The the throw up the slime thing wasn't funny. Which we've seen that that's a that's a blatant reference to the beginning of the first one where they that ghost in the library. Yeah, I know. and if you're gonna do little callbacks, that's fine. I get it. They all do that. That's, you know, but don't, like, you're starting the trailer with, we're going to redo the first one. I'm like, you're starting the trailer with a scene that was the first scene in the first movie. Not smart, first of all. Because, I mean, you're just telling us right off the bat we got nothing. Except, yeah, exactly. except you know. Is it going to be an exact Melissa, Melissa scene McCarthy. for scene shot of, <laughs> of the original Ghostbusters? But with lady characters who are less interesting than the other characters from the first one. Exactly. Not because they're lady characters, but you can't. I, ho- I just hope. I just Bill hope the Murray. movie. You I just hope a Bill Murray. No one's Bill Murray but Bill Murray. That's true. You can't get another. Even Bill, Bill Murray. Murray knows that he's like, I don't want anybody to contact me. I'm fucking Bill Murray. You can't reach me. He doesn't even yeah, exactly. have like an email address. He doesn't have a computer. He has like a PO box that you send scripts to, and if you, he'll read it if he wants. Oh, and really? He'll get back to you if you. Yeah, he's notoriously hard to get a hold of. Um, but I mean, yeah, I that part where Melissa McCarthy's character is possessed. And her like head spins around, and then Leslie Jones is smacking her. I mean, it's like with the power of pain compels you. I'm like, that's not funny. That's not. Plus, we've seen that a million times. An Exorcist reference. Yeah. That's not. There's nothing new about. It. She's like, and that's it, gonna leave a mark. And like, there are all these cliches throughout the whole trailer. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh my god, I really hope this is just badly edited or something. But yeah. Like, Holy and, shit. And 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 just being realistic, she would so be dead. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you I mean, break, but it's a Ghostbuster movie. You can't be realistic. Ghosts can't break your neck and then put it back together. Even right. the supernatural, well, they, they break that. your neck. You st- you the, stay dead. You stay dead. I mean, once the demon goes out, right, right. The the body form is dead. At least supernatural is consistent. These people, they just killed Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> there are there is potential there for the for the movies to be for the movie to be better than the actual trailer is. I don't not necessarily because I've heard. I mean, you know, maybe... I wasn't impressed with the trailer for Spy either, and that movie was really good. But that's R-rated, so you can't really show a lot of that. This is going to be PG-13, so it's like, what? What really good jokes are not in the trailer that they're saving? But they didn't leave. They, but in the Spy trailer, they didn't put 
cliche lines. No, that's what I'm saying. If this is this is what you're cherry picking out of the film, you're a terrible cherry picker. Yeah. <laughs> there was very I mean, there yeah, there was nothing in there. Some of the action stuff looks kind of interesting. Like there's looks like there's ghosts overtaking New York at one point. Similar to the end of the first one, and then and there was like a big guy that looked like um, yeah, he was that looked like those. I guess those uh, that that was supposed to be like their version of Stay, Stay, Stay Puff. Yeah, can't fuck with Stay Puff. I know that rhymes too. I like it. I know. Can't all fuck the, all the people that grew up with it are gonna revolt against this movie. I don't because I hope it's. I'm, I mean, and that's the thing. I want it. it. I want it to be good. I love Ghostbusters. I have the first two sitting over there. I have. The, all the toys, like you said, growing, yeah. growing up that I you grew know, up say, with and stuff. You know, say what you want about Ninja Turtles. The movie may have added Megan Fox I know. We know how you mix. feel about that. Yeah. And, and, and not focused on the turtles as much. But they didn't have as many cliche lines. And just completely... At least the turtles were good, you know. You right. know what I mean? They and, didn't destroy... The, the main part of the... I mean, they had an annoying part of the movie, but they didn't destroy the turtles. Like, right. give them, like, weird voices or... And or, they, they, some or people like, feel like, like they, cheesy Some people feel like they designed them really weird, and now they're scary monster turtles. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, steroids, they just... They look which like, is fine, but the second... They tweaked them a little uh, and the second, the second, Yeah, and the second one also looks like they're focusing more on the turtles, and Megan Fox is barely in the trailer, actually. She's just kind of there in a couple scenes. It's mostly the turtles. So I feel like... She was their vehicle into the world of the turtles, and now she's going to be there, but like more in the background, which is what she should have been from the beginning. Um, but I mean, with Ghostbusters, it's I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna still. You're I'm not convinced yet. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reserve judgment until I actually, because of course I'm gonna see the movie, even whether it's bad or it's good. I'm still gonna see it, and then I'll be like, then I'll post a re- review and, and tell you if it's shitty or not, because I don't want to prejudge what are you gonna it. Post a review, huh? On, are you- on YouTube on my crooked table. Uh, YouTube table. page crookedtable.com crooked video tab I'll probably I might I might do maybe I'll do more than just a video maybe I'll do a written review as well we'll see um, but at, the, at, the, at this point I'm, I'm not I was already sort of uh, nervous cautious about the film and now watching the trailer I'm even more so like Maybe it, with it, the second trailer, there. but well, that last the Batman v Superman trailer that like ruined like everything, and then Doomsday's at the end and all that. That wasn't particularly great. But then that next one came out, and you're like, "Holy fuck! I want to see that right now." Is it time? Is can I go? Can I wait in line? That you looked know, epic. Sometimes I I I feel like trailers like ruin things. Well, definitely, and they kind of like it's a double edged sword for the. The, the people that make the movies because mm-hmm. it's so it, it totally ruins the like you can find out if you like looked at the movie you can know the whole plot of of pretty much any movie trailer you know you can know the movie unless mm-hmm. unless it's like a huge unless you have a really good marketing team behind it and they know how to give people enough but like like star keep going back to star wars because i have the poster sitting over yeah there. star wars star wars did an yes. excellent job with the trailer we were like i i know these people are in it but i don't know who the fuck they are because, what's going on but star wars they're in a league of their own because they know just by them putting their name star wars that people are gonna go That's see true. it because well, ghostbusters should know that it's too a continuation yeah <laughs> because but, we know what they're stupid people with proton packs shooting ghosts it's not complicated it's know, disney's got their game together um, better there's also i mean is it disney that puts the trailer together or don't well, this do they give disney. it to a company with a, disney. with a ghostbusters i know i know sony i, I know but it, oh disney's but trailers is, but is well, it the production company that puts the trailer together or do they 
put it out to a trailer. I think it's the marketing team scenes. for. I think it's the marketing team for that specific production company. So like oh, the okay. marketing team for Lucasfilm would be doing the Star Wars. The marketing team for Marvel Studios. Speaking of the Captain America Civil War trailer is also really good in that it tells you there's this guy that you love there's this other guy that you love they're pissed about superhero accountability whatever something vague and they're gonna fight and shit's gonna happen that's all you know about that's really all you know about the storyline in those movies yeah and it involves bucky somehow yeah that's it i mean i i read more rumors and i can and speculation and that kind of thing but they don't tell you anything other than money shot of people like two teams facing each other. I like Suicide Squad trailer too. I oh my god, that second think, one, yeah. fucking awesome! The I Bohemian s- Rhapsody. Yeah, fuck, I want to watch I, it now. I, I don't think it ruined that much either. No, no, bad guys, bad guys teaming up for, for something. We don't but, even know what the objective you, is. But but some trailers like. Most of them spoil. Can, they like, spoil like the whole movie, <laughs> and, whenever, and you can like piece together the yeah. movie and just figure out the whole thing. Like, oh, okay. Whenever that, Akai that and I go see go go probably. see a movie together, and like, there's always like one or two trailers before the movie where she's like, "They're just showing the whole movie." I'm like, "Yeah, pretty much." I like, then "Why would they?" And I don't know. But they think by telling you everything that happens that you're, you're gonna, gonna want to see it. it. I'm like, but that kind of has the opposite effect. Yeah. I want to be teased. That's the whole point of that's the, the double edged sword. Exactly, and. <laughs> The Ghostbuster trailer, they didn't give me and they didn't show me anything to make me excited about it, and they didn't show me anything to make me think that it's anything that it's aspiring to be anything more than just a cash in on the original films. Exactly. And not to, not for nothing, it's destroying it. Not for nothing, but you know the whole diversity thing by having the ladies in the movie. If you're gonna do that, why do you have three white girls and one black? That's not even. That's not really diversity. You should have had like a white girl. girl and like when like I remember when Asian girl. I remember when when the news came out about Paul Feig doing this. It should be a movie. small world Ghostbusters. <laughs> that would well, that would be more interesting if you're gonna go that way. Might as well, right? Yeah. Um, like and it's, it's not like there. And it's not like That's there's not a. How it's not like works, there's a, no. And it's not like there's a dearth of talent out there. Like if you're gonna pick four women for this, and you know Paul Feig is gonna do it, why are you putting Kristen Wiig, who he's worked with before, in Bridesmaids? Melissa McCarthy, who he works with in every freaking movie, and then two people from SNL that most people don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, when this, when all this was coming out about that this was going to happen, all females, Ghostbusters, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all the ca- casting speculation, I was like, oh, snap, Anna Ferris would be great for that. Emma Stone would be great for that. Mindy Kaling would be great for that. It's like, why are there, you know, why is, I don't know. I don't, I'm not also thrilled with the, the ladies I selected, because it seems like there are... It seems like they're basically playing the kind of roles you would think that they would be playing. Yeah. But not like not fully formed characters, just... And I heard this on a recent YouTube video or podcast or whatever I watched or listened to, I don't remember at this point, where they were saying it's it's like you're basically getting... When when the original movie came out, you you know we think of... We don't even think of Bill Murray in that movie. I think of the, those characters because those characters are so well-defined and the story serves, serves the characters, whereas in this one they're just like cookie cutter characters that are plopping into the Ghostbusters world. Yeah. Is what it feels like. Yeah. I didn't see Kristen Wiig or Melissa McCarthy do anything that I haven't seen them do in other movies. Is my point. So I still want it to be good, but I'm not particularly hopeful. Hopefully they can hopefully they'll drop a new trailer in a month or two and then everybody'll be like, oh shit, maybe we were wrong about this. But we'll see. Not 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 excited at the moment. But I'm I mean gonna doesn't see seem, it. Doesn't gonna see it anyway. Thing, but... Gonna see it anyway. I'm not particularly enthused about Independence Day either, just because it's just like. Eh. I, but at least they I'm have more excited about movie. it in, in well, Independence Day than anything else. Yeah, because you know actually, why? Because it's acknowledging actually, the other movie. 
It does ruin lots of the movie. Independence Day Resurgence? Yeah, I, I... Did you do a frame-by-frame analysis thing? No, but just by, like, where... You can just pick by, like, where settings are. You're like, oh... That that was mainly the whole point of, like, why I was talking about it, because I saw that trailer when oh, I went really? to see Loving oh, Has Fallen the other day. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, okay, this is, so is going to happen right? in this order. Has there been a second and trailer? this is going to happen, and this is probably going to happen here, and then they're going to go on the moon, and then this person's going to... Jeff Goldblum's probably going to die. Some of these original people are probably going to die in it. Yeah, I... That's what you're. Surmising. I don't want to confirm anything. You're so you're 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 speculating that some of the at least some of the original people will. Not I make it. have confirmed. Well, not confirmed, but I think two people are going to die of the original the, of the original cast. Can I at guess? Least. Yes. Jeff Goldblum. No. Okay, good. Bill Pullman probably. Yes. Uh, Judd Hirsch. I don't know who's Judd Hirsch. Jeff Goldblum's dad. No. So who's the other one? Vivica Fox. No. Oh, okay. I don't care about her that much anyway. Uh, okay, who's the other one then? Who's who's it? Who's I don't even know his name, but I know he's in the first one. Okay, it's um, he's like one of the army people. Which which army people are are back he, for this? Uh, I don't know. I have to go on IMDb. <laughs> okay. I have to go on IMDb. Well, describe describe his his role in the first one because I've seen that first one like a bazillion times. He he's he's in he's in the army. I that's all I can say about it because I I don't. Wow, helpful. I just know I just <laughs> I just know he's in the first one, and so will we will you know his name if I bring it up? Yeah, probably. But I I mean I think. I don't think there's any army people from the first one that are in the second one that I'm aware of, unless you're thinking that you're thinking somebody in the William Fitchner. He wasn't in the first one. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. You're I thinking, thought I saw him in the first one. You're thinking of Armageddon now because he was in Armageddon and he was in that. Oh, that's I Moon, Moon, the Moon guy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, he was in Armageddon. That Are you sure there. he wasn't in Independence Day? Yeah, he wasn't. Day? He wasn't in Independence Day. I'm going to go through his... He was in The Dark Knight. He was the one that... Like, I know, I saw that. Like, That's one of his You and your ones. friends are dead! In the bank. Yeah, yeah that great scene in the bank. Bank manager. Oh, man, I want to watch that now, too. Yeah, Jesus. that's a good movie. I, I have the poster right there. That's one of my top something. 10 for 20. I don't even know. It's up there. Who knows, though? Ben Affleck might be your, your next new Batman. Your next well, favorite he is going to be my next Batman. I don't well, your next my favorite your Batman. next favorite Batman. Well, I, I was I was actually uh, I was actually behind that casting way before everybody else was. Yeah, because like, a lot of people they they have like it's not his fault. They don't we like talked. Ben I feel like we talked about this last time. We we you know he wasn't his fault. Daredevil was a mess. That was just a shitty movie. So I I don't yeah, know. He I don't wasn't want, in it. I wouldn't hold it against. See, I told you William Fickner wasn't in it. I thought he was in it. So Ghostbusters. But I think yeah. he's gonna die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He didn't die in Armageddon, so he's due, I guess. Spoilers. Spoilers for Armageddon. <laughs> Bruce no, Willis dies too. For Spoilers. Independence Day, I mean. Oh. <laughs> so any, uh, so that was Ghostbusters. Oh, some more news we had to touch on. What? We were just talking about this. J.K. Simmons has been cast, and it's funny because we're talking about Batman. Oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons has joined the cast of Justice League as Commissioner Gordon. Which that's really good casting. Even though I know a lot of people were hoping Brian Cranston would get that. For yeah, some Brian reason. Cranston. Like, he would have been really great good. too. But you know, they went from Brian Cranston, Oscar nominee, to Oscar winner J.K. Simmons. So hey, you can't really argue with that. That's not yeah. that bad of a movie either. Yeah, that's true. But I want him to be. I want to be J. Jonah Jameson. I, I know. I, I know. want Brian Cranston. I would back. love Brian Cranston to be in a 
and a superhero movie. That'd be amazing. I know. If he, um, yeah. Well, some people wonder how big of a part he's going to have in there. Jake, how big is how big a role is Commissioner Gordon going to have in Justice League? Really? If Justice League's going to be dark side, I mean, what is he going to have like a cameo to then set up his appearance in a full length Batman movie after that? Yeah, I don't because I don't think you would it cast. Might be a, it might be a couple scenes. I don't. I don't see it would be right. I know Maybe... because there's so many. They're going to have so many characters. You would think he would show up in in Suicide Squad or Batman v Superman or something because there's going to be more Batman like Earthbound threat. Yeah, as opposed to we're in space and shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully they don't... Unless you're Terminator Genesis, you don't get J.K. Simmons to be, like, in a nothing part. Yeah, exactly. Because in that movie, kind of wasted it. He was in a couple scenes like, there's fucking robots in here! And then that was about it. And then well, it, Which movie? J.K. Uh, Terminator Genesis. Oh, yeah. He was, like, the young... Remember the young cop they run into? He's, like, the older version of that cop. Like, yeah. in the time travel. And he's like, I saw you guys, like, 20 years ago. Like, yeah. You look the same. That was a cool, like, moment. But, um... So, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. It's still unclear if the Batman movie that they do after... Is it... Batman movie's gonna be after Justice League? We don't have... They haven't announced the date yet. They haven't announced a release date for that Batman movie. I think it, I think it is gonna be. I think they wanna go right into Justice League. Yeah. Well, to... Wonder Woman comes out next year. And then Justice League... I don't know if Justice League is next year or 2018. But, um, I mean, I think they're kind of loaded up already. Yeah. I'm sure maybe in between Justice League Part 1 and 2, they'll try and squeeze a Batman movie in there somewhere. So there's going to be two parts of Justice League? Yeah, they've already announced release dates for movies up through 2020. We have Cyborg and Aquaman and um, Green Lantern Corps, which is like the last one. Yeah. Uh, Shazam, I think we even have a release there's date no for that. There's no confirmed for Green Lantern, just because that's so far away. Yeah, they're not bringing him in. They, they revealed until probably Justice League Part 2. I mean, I, I, maybe post credit scene Justice League Part 1, they'll be like, hey, there's this guy. And they're whatever. not going to do Martian Manhunter, probably. Right? Not yet. I don't think they... Cause, I mean, they have to... I think they're, Warner Brothers is trying to be very careful because they need this one to work. So they don't want... They don't want to put too much too fast. Right. And they're already introducing Batman, Super... Batman, well, I introduced Superman, but Batman, Wonder Woman in this one in a big way and then kind of teasing towards Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman. So I don't think they're like, now Green Lantern and Green Arrow and Martian Manhunter and, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. If this, once they lay this foundation, it's sort of like, like think Marvel Phase 1. Uh-huh. They introduce Cap, they introduce Iron Man, they introduce Hulk and and uh, Thor. And then from there out, then they've been, since then, they've been like, here's Falcon, here's War Machine, here's, you know, uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch and Ant-Man and now they now they have like enough to do a civil war where there's like 15 fucking heroes running around. Yeah, exactly. And then they're going to have wasps soon. Yeah, exactly. So we'll mm. we'll see, but um I hope that JK Simmons has a has a big role to play in the future of the DC cinematic universe. Uh-huh. People are speculating whether or not the Batman movie will be a prequel to sort of establish some of the stuff that happened with him before him crossing paths with Superman. I kind of like that idea, especially since I think the Wonder Woman a you think movie they'll show like the Robin thing then? Maybe, yeah, that's what people are speculating. Like um, toward the end, or yeah, or something. Maybe him, the follow up of that. I'm not sure. And then, I think the Wonder Woman movie is going to be a prequel as well. Like it starts with her, like in the 20s, and then you know because she doesn't age. Yeah. So and maybe end with her in modern times. Maybe even getting like, getting some include some maybe you know if you do like the Captain America style where it's a period piece and then it ends with that person catching up with the rest of the people. Um, maybe have it end where her coming to you know coming to Earth in modern times and seeing like something a newspaper about Superman and be like oh shit, and then that's way about maybe Superman when she shows up she's also sort of leery on this guy and his powers uh-huh. sort of like so her and Batman kind of come to Superman like separately yeah um, that would be cool 
So then you have the man, of, you, know, you have Man of Steel, you have Batman solo movie, you have Wonder Woman solo movie, and then Batman v Superman sort of is like the convergence of the the, the you know the big the, two. the big three, the Trinity. Yeah. Uh, that could be a cool way of doing it. Maybe that's where they're gonna go. Is that um, March twenty fifth? Yeah, Batman v yeah. Superman. We still we still I'm need to do March eighteenth. We're gonna try and catch up and watch Daredevil v uh, Punisher. I guess which is what we're gonna call it. And then mm. we'll uh, we'll do a we'll do a podcast about that. So stay stay tuned for that. And then you should catch up with The Walking Dead so we could talk about some. I, of this stuff. Yeah, I'll catch up with the six seasons or however many there. Hey, are. once you get into it, I'm sure you'll fly through those six seasons. Once you catch up with Gotham, you're you're already like halfway the first season or something. Most we only of the have two season. episodes to catch. Oh, up. you've seen all of season one, and yeah. all of season two up to now. I watched all of it uh, before you. Oh, that's true. You did, but I didn't know if you were like keep, keeping up with it. That's the only show I really watch. I only miss Mister Freeze. <laughs> you can you can watch you can read my review at screenrant.com for uh, the Gotham episodes. I but only the last missed the last of, two. Yeah, you need to get up on it because since Mr. they've been back, I... they've been developing that Mister Freeze story like a bitch. Really, is it good? I mean, I think it's interesting, and you know, it's some people don't like Gotham because they're doing their own thing with the Goth, with the, with the, Gotham, the with the Batman mythology, and they're like they're yeah. bastardizing the, the comics. I'm like, it's not the comics, dude. Smallville wasn't the comics either. You look at Smallville, comics there's change like the that. comics all the time. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck does that mean? It just it could be an alternate look universe at, of the comics. Look at Batman 1989. Look at Batman Begins. Look at Batman v Superman. Those are three. Look at Batman 66. Yeah. The TV of Batman West. Those it's are four same. vastly different versions of Batman. All valid. All still Batman. Take yeah, it easy. Exactly. Don't be like, this is not how it's supposed to be. People have issues with that. I don't understand. No. It's just, it's not it's not existing with the movies. It's its own thing. Just enjoy it for what it is. How badass is Alfred, though? Oh, on the show, Alfred's great. I like Alfred. Oh, my God. He doesn't get enough to do sometimes. Like, most episodes, he's just like, oh, Master Bruce. And then no, every once in he, a while, when, he kicks ass. When he, does, when he does step up, though, he's like, oh, come on, you're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that Alfred the most out of any Alfred. Well, the new one. Even the, the, even the you know, the, the Kane Alfred. Michael Kane. Yeah, Michael Kane. Well, Michael Kane's character, they, he references, like, I was, in, I was in the army, my friends and I. All this stuff. He had, like, a history in the military. Yeah. And that kind of some, but this Alfred looks like you can kick ass. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Well, Michael even, Caine even used the to. one in Batman v Superman looked like you can kick ass. Well, because some versions of the comic, uh, he was like a former spy and shit like that. Alfred. Yeah. So I think the Jeremy Irons version in Batman v Superman is gonna. He's because you see, he's not like so he might be. My, he's not. He's not waiting in the yeah. Batcave being like, "I made a sandwich for you." Yeah, exactly. So he's like flying the, like in the beginning Let of the trailer. Let me put some ice packs on your back. <laughs> yeah, can I get you some ointment for that? That's the old. That's the old nineties. You want ones. some Ben Gay? <laughs> Like Alfred, are you hitting on me? It depends what <laughs> depends what your reaction is. Um, no, but like in the Batman v Superman trailer, you see him dropping. He's flying the plane that drops Batman off when he comes into that action sequence. Yeah, he's like, "There's this many people on the on the, the second floor. I'll drop you off on the third. And he's like, Pfft. "Or no, the other way, third. And he comes in through the floor. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so he's like an active part of it, which is interesting to see. And they're developing. They're building towards that similar relationship on Gotham because, you know, you see in, in the last night's episode, not much of a spoiler, there's a part where, where Alfred's like, are we in this together or not? And then he's like, yes, we are. And they have like, because, you know, uh, he still wants to find his parents' killer and all that. Oh, Bruce um, Wayne, yeah. Yeah, Bruce does. So yeah. they're they're developing that partnership between Bruce and Alfred, which, you know, it makes sense. And he's like, he's been training them and doing all this stuff. Right, right. And I like how they brought Lucius into it too. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So I, so I like the whole, the whole storyline with Theo. I thought that was. I oh, thought that was. Well, yeah. we keep watching. Keep watching. It gets better. Well, you see, you. I mean, it. I don't know. Is it, is it spoiler if I tell you that that storyline might not be a hundred percent over? 
No. I figured okay. it wouldn't be. Okay. I figured it wouldn't be because uh, they want to carry. I would figure they would carry it out through the whole season. Well, this season, this so far this season, because last, they're focusing on the last couple episodes are really are really dealing heavily with Mister Freeze, obviously. Yeah. And then Hugo Strange, who they introduce in the same episode. Who? You know, you know who Hugo Strange is, right? I he sounds he, familiar. Glasses got like a little goatee. He's yeah. Usually bald headed. He's a he's a, a bad guy, right? Psychologist. Yeah, at Arkham, and I think at least on the show, it's he's at Arkham. But what what's like his? Does he have like what what does he do? Is he he's just like he's just super smart. smart? Okay, yeah, he's he's in the Arkham games. I, I and knew all he, that. I knew he was in Ar- I knew he was a part of Arkham, but I didn't know like he hasn't been in the what, movies like, yet. Like his like if he has like a power or if he has, I don't think like, so. Any of that stuff? No, he he um, hasn't been in any of the movies yet. I, I, although there's so many, I really hope and this is getting away from Gotham for a second. I really hope that when we get a really like a standalone Batman movie with Ben Affleck, I really hope they bring in Red Hood, they bring in Hugo Strange, they bring it because we don't. Yes, we all know Joker and Two Face and stuff. Joker's around, but we don't need like you need to give a give Joker. I mean, a break a little bit. Not yeah. a, not like a break. Like he's gone, but no, like references him, to him. Keep but him there. keep other people in the mix. Like that's why I'm so excited with Suicide Squad that they're bringing in Killer Croc. They're bringing in Deadshot. They're bringing in Harley Quinn, and some other people that are probably gonna die. But um, <laughs> Captain Boomerang. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be a long-standing DC villain. Um, but yeah, Hugo Strange is one of those interesting ones, and they're trying. He's he's becoming more and more. He's coming more and more to the forefront of the Batman media stuff because of the games, probably mostly. Yeah. Um. So the the storyline's really focusing on Mister Freeze and Hugo Strange, and Hugo Hugo Strange is sort of turning into, and I just wrote this in my review earlier today. He's really turning out to be sort of the puppet master of the second half of the season. Oh really? Um. But you know, watch the new episodes because that's that's been a couple uh, episodes, and then. You'll see that's more, I mean. that's been the whole thing has been because season because like, the first half was all the bad guys Galavan. just coming together. Yeah, oh yeah, and they've been doing because I mean, in just in this season, you've had it's insane. What is the lady with the? I, uh, I thought they'd like the run out of the, material, but they just keep. Oh uh, well, there's so many villains. Batman has probably the richest, the richest rogues gallery of villains of any comic book hero in like history. Yeah, that I mean. Granted, all these, you know, Iron Man and them, they have a million villains too, but a lot of them are like, you can't really bring them to the screen because they'll look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But ba- and Batman's characters too, too, sometimes. But if you adapt it slightly and kind of tweak it to make it work, it, it it's amazing on screen. And Batman and Spider-Man have like the most incredible villains. Um, but I mean, just in this season, you have a sort of version of the Joker. You have... Hugo uh, Strange, Mister Freeze, that that the woman who the young woman with the f- starting fire, I think it was Firefly or something is her yeah. name in the comics. Plus, uh, you know, plus you still have Riddler and Two Face and all of them sort of running around like building up like that Riddler guy. I know, he's, he's so good. He's a, he's, he's such a, a good actor. He's officially, you know, la- the last part, the last couple episodes of season one, and then like especially towards the end of mid-season two, mm-hmm. he was turning a corner where he was like, I'm just going to go out here and kill people just because, you know, I like it. It's fun. Uh, yeah. that, that's basically where he's at. And, and it's but he just hasn't such been... good acting from that... From, Cor- Corey, from him. Corey Michael Smith. Yeah, he's such a good actor. And he's... Bringing, he, bringing that insanity without it being, like, absurd right. and ridiculous. Or, it's very or, hard to do Or that. too campy, like Jim Carrey style, yeah. which worked for that movie, but, yeah. like, that performance style wouldn't work here. I, you know, I was upset when they when they, when they they killed off that J- Joker. Jerome? Know, Jerome. Uh-huh. You know the the Joker that we thought was gonna keep, be. Keep watching. But anyways, I um, I thought he was such a good he was such a good actor though. 
Yeah, he played. He did such. a He good was job. over the top in camp, but he's supposed to be because he's. Oh my god, a Joker did, version. I know, but he's supposed to be like Joker, but he did but a great. He he did such a good job. He of was very theatrical, him. which is his thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the Riddler, and, and he hasn't been exposed yet. Remember, yeah. he's still working at the GCPD. Like, oh, can I help you with that? You know, Lieutenant Gordon, whatever. Yeah. He's still just like on the DL about the fact that he's evil, and I have a I have a feeling by the end of the season that we'll see him in some kind of green suit. That'd be cool. I think they're they're building to that point. Um, a lot of interesting things happening. We can't really get into details because you haven't seen them, but with Penguin and the fallout from the Galavan thing. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. A lot of people. Some people think that season two has been Maroney a step. died, right? Uh, Maroney. Which one was Maroney? I forget. I got them mixed up. The Italian guy. No, I think he left town. What's the, what's the, one the other one? The one that kidnapped his... No, no. Maroney, Maroney died, got shot by... Fish Mooney killed him at the end of season one. Yes. And Falcone is the one that left town. I got those two Falcone, guys confused. Falcone, Falcone left. Yeah, Gotham. I thought Mar- I thought Mar- Maroney... Maroney. <laughs> Maroney. He's Maroney. Because I'm thinking of uh, Fish Mooney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought uh, Maroney got got shot right. by Fish Mooney. And then he threw her off, and I don't think that she's dead, but we'll see. I'm just going to say keep watching because multiple things are on the table right now. Where, where the it's show's where going. it seems like it's Wait heading you, somewhere. See, when you see the next couple episodes, the very end of this, the most recent episode, pay attention to that because they're basically being like... Guess what? Shit's going down. I'm not going to get into details because I don't and, want to spoil it for just, you or it's people just, listening. But. It's just over the hump of the season, too. Yeah, it That's feels, the beautiful the, thing the, about it. That mid-season finale felt like a season finale. Exactly. They all feel like it's... There's been several episodes where I've been like, this is so great. It seems like this could have been a finale. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're so early in the... Uh, because they're so early, they're not like season four or something. Right. So you would think like still doing like baby steps. Like it's an interesting, it's an interesting evolution because season one was really like, here's Gordon, here's Bruce. They're dealing with their own inner demons and all that. And, and then random, the whole, like, cases meanwhile, and meanwhile, stuff. the whole gangland thing was taking place. And season one was really about Fish Mooney, Maroney. Falcone, and then Penguin to using the three of them against each other. To, which to was em- so awesome. Which was really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, to emerge as the kind of king of Gotham and stuff. Yeah. And then season two has been like, all right, next step. We're going to bring in all these the villains that you know and sort of show you little bits and pieces of their origin stories. So it'll be interesting to see now when that's done in season two, like where they're going to go with season three. I'm like, I would like them to focus more on Bruce Wayne and more on him training and developing and maybe even flirting with crime fighting a little bit but not really I kind of beta Batman you know what I mean yeah you know how they did I mean you know they're Gotham's taken a very Smallville approach to this to Batman story how Smallville started and he barely knew he had powers and he's in high school and shit like that I would love to see him actually like grow up eventually to be Batman that's what I'm saying and then actually be Batman on the show I don't know if that well they've said that uh, they've said that the, that's gonna be like the last uh, season of la- scene of the last episode sort of like Smallville barely so we didn't really see him in the costume at all yeah um, but I mean but along the way by the by the time you got to like season 8 and 9 of Smallville he was running around working at the Daily Planet in a relationship with Lois solving crime had a costume just didn't fucking fly and didn't call himself Superman yet. Yeah, exactly. So, is... I mean, we need to see Bruce start to... And we were already seeing like the last couple episodes, like that thing, and this is not a spoiler because you've seen this part, where he tricked Silver yeah. into revealing that information. Yeah. You're seeing a little bit of like, oh, this motherfucker is like, kind of 
kind of Slide. devious and like manipulative and and like compromising his moral code a little in this in to to get where he needs to be. He's learning yeah. to be learning to be duplicitous. Yeah, a little bit more and kind of have two two sides to him where he's like, oh, I'm one way with people, but then behind the scenes, I'm like, I'm gonna kick some ass. Exactly. Um, which is the basis of Batman, that dual identity. And, and this most recent episode, there's a really blatant scene where that continues to develop between him and and uh, Leslie where they're having a conversation and holy crap I mean I and I really like that young actor so some people want the, some people I've seen because I do read the comments when people you know comment on my review on Screen Rant yeah um some people wanted the show to just jump ahead and be like just just do Batman year one next year or whatever and I'm like well you can't really jump ahead because then you have to recast Bruce and all that and I like this actor yeah I like him but as, there's no way there's no there's no reason they can't have like year negative three or four and sort of lead up to year one. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a way of doing progress of his road towards becoming Batman without having him be Batman. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And that actor, I believe when the show started, Bruce Wayne was supposed to be 12. That actor is like 15 now. So, I mean, a year or two, you can fucking have him in you know high school or almost if you really wanted you could actually probably jump ahead and keep that same actor and have him be like in the college year because it's and so, then have him do you know training and shit yeah because he's because he's already like when when they have like their breaks and everything right. you know he's still growing so they can have they can skip a length of time yeah and still be like skip oh he, well, he's like whatever. in high school now you know or yeah. like getting out of high school you know, whatever. <laughs> there's, there's way, there are ways to do it, but I, I just don't want them to jump ahead where they have to recast Bruce because I like this kid and I want them to keep him on. Yeah. Um, throughout. Plus, there's ways of making kids look older. You know, uh, the girl that plays Selena Kyle, she's looks like she's 25. She's fucking 16 or something. I know. That's I was, craziness. That's I was very surprised. Like when a I part found of why I'm like, she looks, she's kind of attractive. I feel like I should look this up. And I was like, no, no, she's not attractive. She's cool. A good actress. <laughs> you know, it's one of those moments. Yeah, exactly. she's, and I like her a lot. I think she's. She, she looks enough. She looks enough like Michelle Pfeiffer that it, rep- it makes you feel like, you know, it makes you think of that she looks like Catwoman to you. In your, yeah, exactly. In your mind, but she brings her own spunk and her own like personality to it, and and uh, yeah, and it's cool because she's a bad character sort of, but she works with the good guys most of the time, which yeah. is how Catwoman's supposed to be, sort of a flip flopper. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like the Venom. Yeah, sort of. Oh, did, that's another thing we could mention. I, that just came, Sony's officially moving forward on. The Venom movie again. Yay. So, it's supposedly not going to be tied to Spider-Man just yet. Rated R? I don't know about that. It should be good. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd like to see that. I mean, Deadpool is essentially the X-Men Fox equivalent of Venom. He's like good, bad, sort of aligned with the team, sort of not really. Yeah, exactly. Um, he kind of just does his own thing. But it doesn't sound like it's going to spin off of Spider-Man. I think they're just going to do Venom as his own thing. And then maybe if you know if that does well, then bring it into the Spider-Man movies that they're uh-huh. going to do. They uh, can we'll have see. even a team-up. Right. Spider-Man oh, yeah. and Venom. And they fight. Easily. Yeah, Not yeah. like fight each other, no, but like fight up. with each yeah, other. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, we'll see. I mean, you could do a whole, you could do a, a movie or two or three about just Venom with Carnage and like the symbiote stuff. Yeah. And developing that, maybe even building up to a Sinister Six scenario. That even, was that movie was in development years ago, and that you can even make it like a, like a like a space type movie because it comes from space. Yeah. Well, some versions of Venom are isn't isn't like an astronaut. Isn't yeah, he's an astronaut. That? that not Eddie Brock. Like, um, is it, I feel like. Um, it's J. Jonah Jameson's son. He becomes another character. He becomes like a wolf or something mm-hmm. later. Um, I forget his character's but name. He but he brings yeah, he back the symbiote with him, I think. Right. 
And that's how the symbiote goes away. I just So I guess you couldn't really do it in space. But Venom deserves reset redemption. He he's, does. A, he's he a does great deserve. character and then in Spider Man three they fucked him up royal. Yeah, they did. And just like Deadpool got fucked up in X Men Origins, so it's like, hey, let's let's take this character and make it work. So we'll see. I'm, but I'm in, I'm interested in that. Um, yeah. Well, we should have a more in depth Gotham conversation. Going back to that for a second, once you yeah. once you once you catch up, maybe maybe next podcast we'll do. Make sure you're caught up with all the episodes that aired, and we'll get into a little more on Gotham. Yeah, once because it's, cause it's uh, the only show I'm really following because I love Batman and because I write yeah. reviews of it, so I might as well. Um, yeah, I. I... I've been uh, watching Walking Dead consistently. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, but that's your favorite show on TV right now. Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, I I watch a lot of I watch a lot of TV shows, but yeah, I would I would put that up there with the one that I watch that's on cable television mm-hmm. uh, and not on Netflix. Then, then yeah, that would probably be my. Oh my shit! One. I have like a week. Netflix, though, that's a whole other. <laughs> you just reminded me, I have like a week to watch the last half of Jessica Jones because I don't want to be like behind on Jessica Jones, and then also on Daredevil season two. That's gonna be a mess. So yeah. I'll, I'll have to like marathon that one of these days. But, it gets it gets really good toward the end. Yeah, no, I've heard things about it, but I'm trying to forget it so that I don't spoil it for myself. And I love I love Kilgrave. Yeah. Kilgrave is awesome. We'll see. All, All right. right. Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. I think we're spent. We're just like talking about random stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you go. <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter at Crooked Table. And you can find me on Twitter at Freddie with a Y underscore Yenis, Y-A-N-I-Z. Visit CrookedTable.com for more videos, podcasts, reviews, uh, other assorted articles. Find us on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. Search Crooked Table, and as Freddie mentioned, we have a bunch of videos on there. I'm gonna be trying, I'm gonna be trying to put up a new video every week, and I have a new, uh, I have a new idea for a series of videos that I want to do. Um, so keep keep an uh, look on on that. Um, it's kind of developing our, twi- our, our Twitter. I'm confused. I'm developing our YouTube presence, and I'm trying to be more consistent with that. So, um, you know, let me know what you think. Let me know if, what you want to hear uh, hear us talk about on the podcast. Or what you want me to hear me talk about on the videos, and you know, give us some feedback so so we can uh, you know make sure we're pleasing pleasing uh, our audience. Anything else? That's it. No. Nope. All right. That's, That's the Cricket Table Podcast. Stay tuned for the encore after the credits, and uh, why don't we go ahead and roll those credits? This is our encore. encore segment. Do you want? Should I go first? Yes, because, go ahead. All right. You well, went first last time. It made me look bad, but I'll, well, I'll... I have, I have a, I have a, a few things. Okay. Um, because I, I talk, I talk about like Trump a lot. The last, this podcast, You're a big the last fan. podcast. You're a big fan, I guess. Yeah, it. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, a, there's a few like funny videos that have come out about, about Trump. Uh huh. And one of them, movie related, of course. Naturally. And one of them was uh, set to 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 uh, Back to the Future, and it's Marty McFly. Oh, I've seen this one. Yeah, it's one where he goes and he no! 
Yeah, he, and he's like <laughs> pre- the the president. Yeah, and, and he admits, and it shows like different videos of him, and it has instead of like Biff's face, it's like Donald Trump's face, which makes sense because that was a cas- uh, casino, which is what Trump's in exactly the Trump casino and everything. And then um, he goes like no, like that. <laughs> so that's that's one video. Yeah, that's a great one. I and then that. the other Trump video that's funny that I saw those. Is the Star Wars one? Oh shit! No, I and, watch and it's the scene where where you know spoiler spoilers for which Star Wars? The original. Oh, the original. Oh, no spoilers for that. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Star Wars, the fuck. Spoiler: uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Was it what? <laughs> um, and so when he uh he he says like oh I'm you know that scene where he says oh I'm your father. Well, anyways, this shows like clips of like you know Donald Trump being admitted as president and and and, and it shows like Luke Skywalker's like no no it it's be. not true it's not it can't be it's impossible like that of of like showing Donald Trump being admitted going back and forth of course between the the clips of him and and everything and then instead of like and then he just releases himself and he decides to kill himself at the end. <laughs> like, you know, and he's like, I'd rather not be a part of this yeah, world. Yeah, I'd rather not be a part of this world. So he goes and he lets go. And you know how he gets in that chamber yeah. in Star Wars? Well, it just shows him like he's like he's just deciding, like, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to die. They cut it off before <laughs> he falls into the thing. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's just, just like, seeing yeah. him like falling, like, <laughs> That's So funny. that's, that's one that's funny awesome. video. And then there's a. I, this has been out for a while, and I don't know if you've seen it, but you said that you saw um, the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon thing. Yeah, the movie. And um, and what do you think of that, by the way? Um, uh, it was okay. Some of the fight scenes were cool. It, it's 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 to me, it was very much a standard, sort of how you felt about London Has Fallen. Like it's it's entertaining enough to watch, but it had a very standard sort of action movie feel to me. Like the first one has has so much heart and. And soul and like the music's amazing and the performances and the love story and this yeah. there's the characters are so rich. This one didn't have really any of that. There was only like there was only one major returning character from the original cast. Uh, they shot it in English for some reason, which to me kind of ruins the mystique of it all. Yeah, um, and makes it feel even more. We'll, we'll like go a into this more. It makes it feel like even more of a blatant cash in. So, we'll go into this more. Well, that's time. not gonna be my encore. I'm not gonna recommend. No, it. no, no. But, <laughs> Another but time. we'll go, go into ahead. it. We'll do like a. You pro- asked. Don't ask we, me. We might do. Well, I don't want you. But I want to save this because I, f- I think maybe we could do a podcast and it'll be like all Netflix original movies. Like I haven't Beasts seen. Of I haven't Nation. seen that. I've seen parts of it. I know. Like, well, I, I haven't seen either of them yet. Okay. Uh, Beast of No Nation, The Crouching Tiger. I'm sure. I think there's there's like well, we got, three other ones we I could, wanted to we see. We could throw those onto I our. I think Daredevil. there's one with like Tom Hiddleston coming in oh, on really? there too. We could throw those onto our Daredevil I, season two I conversation think, if you want. Again, don't quote me on this. <laughs> you heard me? What? We could throw those onto our Daredevil season two conversation. Yeah, exactly. And have, like talk about that. It's stuff all Netflix. Before. Yeah. Be like yeah, Netflix. Ne- Netflix in your face. That'll That's be right. the name of it or something. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Ne- but not like in a sexy way. Netflix, I'll <laughs> Two dudes with, Netflix uh, and chill. I'll come up. I'll come up with a with a some kind of play on Netflix and chill, and that'll be the t- the name of the episode. Okay, there you go. Um, well, the one that I I saw this, and it's like a it's I think it's like an hour long. It but it's um kind of like off of like their their Marco Polo thing, mm-hmm. uh, One Hundred Eyes, and it's it kind of has like 
crouching hidden tiger or you know like elements to it like original mm-hmm. it's it's really good it's only like an hour and uh and i was i wanted to i, I wanted to see marco polo when i saw it because i was like wow i didn't i thought it was about the like marco polo like the the traveler right right yeah is it not i don't know i haven't watched it well it doesn't seem like it because this guy's like doing all these amazing stunts and everything and there are incredible action sequences i was very surprised by it maybe it's like so, spartacus it's like it's sort of based on real things but it makes it like awesome or 300 maybe, i don't know 300 was like the spartan but it had like asian elements like to it i don't i didn't think you know anyways you should see it okay so. cool so so that's my my that's my, your I, my I double encore <laughs> nice <laughs> well i'm gonna go ahead and uh and re- recommend a youtube channel not that anybody needs me to really recommend it because it does very well on YouTube. But if you're not a YouTube person, if you're listening to podcasts, you're probably in a YouTube too. But if you if you're not, I would highly recommend Chris Stuckman's YouTube channel. He's actually one of those one of those movie critics that sort of does like ref- regular movie reviews and like you know retro. He does a new thing called Retro Rewind that he does, kind of referencing back something he grew up with and talking about it. And he did Tremors recently. He did the Superman Nintendo sixty four game. He does hilariosity reviews about movies that are like so bad that they're like hilarious uh, and atrocious. So hilariosity. Yeah. Um, and he's been a you know he's been one of those. One of those people doing it on YouTube that's really been sort of an inspiration for me to be like, fuck, I should get into YouTube. I like talking about movies. Yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe people will watch it. Maybe not. If maybe not. Who cares? I enjoy doing it. And, you know, maybe that's something to get into, especially since everything now is moving so much towards video content. Mm-hmm. A lot more toward, a lot of, a lot more towards audio and video content and not so much with the written. So I'm like, well, CricketTable.com could use a mixture of all of it. We already do, do podcasts. I already do articles. So might as well you know add a video video yeah Yeah, so and he and i and there's a few of them that i subscribe to on youtube he's probably the one that i think probably does it the best and probably has a style that's that's most appealing to me because he presents it in a way that's very true to his personality but also you know but also with a light with a light you know light tone and makes it entertaining without being too crazy and animated and without being too dry and with an analytical enough that that it sheds light on. Doesn't the seem like he's nitpicking. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, and but he has. You can tell also that he has like a real knowledge of film and yeah. of the art behind it and the skill that it takes to make films. Actually, he's recently um, just published a book. Um, he said on one of his, on one of his YouTube channel or YouTube videos a while back that a publishing house reached out to him about writing a book. They wanted they wanted somebody to write a book called the Film Buffs uh, Film Buffs Bucket List. Oh, okay. And they wanted him to do it because he's got like 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I feel, that's a, a lot of people a are doing that. A lot of YouTubers are doing that, writing books. Now, yeah, yeah. So they reached out to him directly, I guess. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's been wanting to write a book forever. He's also a writer. He says he wants to put out a fiction book next, that kind of thing. So yeah. also, that's another. maybe that's another reason I'm like, I, I feel a kinship with this guy and his style. It's like, I, I you know, kind of look up to what he's been doing in a lot of ways. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, so he's got that book that just came out that I haven't gotten yet, but I want to get my whole hands on it. That's basically focusing on 50, 50 must-see films from the 2000s. And I saw him on, he posted on his Facebook and Twitter, uh, um, a local news bit that he did on his local news channel. Uh-huh. And he referenced some of his favorite movies of the 2000s, like Collateral and 500 Days of Summer, both of which I have, both of which I love. So I'm really looking forward to reading that book and kind of getting a little more insight into 
you know, his perspective on movies and trying to see like how it matches up with mine because I actually it seems like he and I are have similar taste in film. Yeah. And he does, and he he uh, he just delivers consistent quality content and um, you know he's been really successful at it. So that's that's sort of that's sort of nice to see someone that has a genuine passion for movies actually you know becoming making a career out of it yeah exactly so i definitely if people haven't checked checked him out on youtube definitely check him out his name is chris uh stuckman and that's you know stuck like you'd think m-a-n-n so check him out and and give him some love and tell him that you heard about him from here if if you're like one of the three people that don't know about him yet (laughs) so uh, i definitely recommend it to everybody listening Especially if you're into geeky stuff like we are, he's been he's been doing a lot of like he's doing monthly. He's doing a review of Spider-Man films leading up to Civil War. Oh, cool! So definitely check that out. Sweet. All right, I think that'll be it for now. All right, catch you see guys you, next time. See you next time. See you now, or see you at another time. <laughs> That's from uh, uh, I love you, man. It is. I love that film. Yeah, it's I really love that good. film. All right, bye. <laughs> this has been a production of CrookedTable.com. All rights reserved. That's the yard of the low KED.